0: logic dictates that given their extremely high level of technical development well it's too technical to explain to the lay mind well we are talking technicals and we hope it is not too technical at all and in fact we've got someone new because i know you like hearing from new experts well my guest today is don vandenborg he is chief investment officer at revere asset management and if you go to revereasset.com well they post nightly market videos, which include his portfolio changes, so you can see real time what he is thinking and talking about. By the way, if you don't want to go to the website, but you happen to be active on YouTube, search Revere Asset on YouTube, and you will find the videos there. Don Vandenborg, welcome to Money Life.
1: Great to be with you, Chuck.
0: So I love talking technicals with folks, and, and as you heard in the intro, you know we always worry it's a little too technical for the lay mind. But just a a little bit, because it's very clear to me you've got a very specific technical take so before i jump in and say hey what do you see happening now tell us what is important to you and how you use technicals and then we'll get into what you're seeing with the technicals you use
1: sure basically we are kind of disciples of the william o'neill approach to the market which is determine what the overall market trend is and then look for the best stocks in the leading sectors When the market is in an uptrend this is the best way the best way to quote unquote time the market i know that's a dirty word to some people in the industry but uh, the alternative is to just sit there and maybe take the downside when you don't necessarily have to i like to liken it to you know you check the weather before you go out for the day if it's going to rain you take an umbrella with you The market puts off similar signals for your portfolio, whether the sun is shining or it's cloudy or if it's uh, a downpour. And we take a look at the technicals on three time frames, short term, medium term and long term, and then identify the best stocks and the best sectors when the market is in our favor.
0: Well, so let's talk about the trends you're seeing now, because this has been a market that has had plenty of chop. And really the trends that most people have been looking for, at least throughout this year, have been the magnificent seven or what have you. You haven't seen much outside of that that's been moving. So is this a market that has strong enough trends? And if so, what are the trends you're seeing?
1: The trends are constantly changing is what we've seen. You mentioned that the big seven, the magnificent seven have led this year. They're actually showing some relative weakness over the last week and market breadth has been expanding and other sectors are coming to the fore. And that's a good backdrop for the market, a good spot for us to start researching and getting into some new names. We saw the big cap indexes lead stay above their 200-day, their 50-day, their 21-day moving average uh, since 11-1 when the last FOMC meeting was greeted as dovish by the market. And then on 11:14 was another inflection point. We had a big gap up on CPI. And overall, that really changed. That was a, two occurrences that happened that really changed the tone of the market. It ended the three waves down correction that we were in off of the July highs and got us back to where we were pretty interested in being invested in the market again.
0: So where are you investing if you're interested in being in the market again?
1: Well, every night on the videos, we post kind of a, a stop sign or a, a stop, go, neutral, indication for the three timeframes. The short-term time frame we use is the 21-day exponential moving average. The medium term is the 50-day moving average. The long-term is the 200-day moving average. It's important, and this is why we're a combination of an active and a passive uh, asset manager. It's important to take extreme caution when you're under the 200-day moving average. This is when people's nest egg can get devastated if they're entering into getting close to retirement and we go into a severe bear market. Uh, there have been 13 of them since back 1970. The most severe, the S&P 500 dropped over 50%. You do not want to get caught in that situation. So if you just use the 200-day moving average as a long-term uh, indicator to kind of pull the ripcord, that will allow you to sleep at night. And then uh, we use various short-term indicators to determine how how invested we're going to be in the market. But then ultimately. We monitor the five major indexes. That's the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ 100, the S&P 400 midcap, and the Russell 2000. Where are they relative to their moving averages? And then what sectors within those are acting the best? So we have been focused on uh, tech over the last couple of weeks, really for the month of November, as those are the stocks that really started to stand out, particularly security software. The big seven stocks had a, had a decent run. But now, as I said, they've shown a little bit of relative weakness over the last week, but we're broadening out. You're seeing financials doing well right now. Today, for instance, uh, it's right after noon on Thursday. The big seven, nine are all red on the day. The three tech sectors, XLC, XLK, XLY are red. And oils are red, but all the other eleven sectors or seven sectors out of the eleven spider sectors are green. So we're seeing a rotation take place, and ultimately that increased breadth is good for the market. So we're looking for individual opportunities, and we definitely want to see the indexes stay above their 21-day exponential moving average. That's when we put the so-called pedal to the metal and our uh, our really kick up our uh, percentage invested.
0: If we try to explain this out, you guys have what you call your grow-tection gauge and your grow-tection gauge kind of puts it all together. And basically everything looks good to you right now, except the long-term is fairly neutral. So when you've got that kind of situation, I mean, there are people who are looking to buy very short term. For you, if the long-term is neutral, is the long-term's next move the one that's going to determine what you do in, in terms of really where you're going?
1: No, we, we'll focus on what's working and just avoid what's not. The reason we're on neutral is because uh, small caps have not been able to recapture the 200-day moving average. They're battling that level right now. And that's really good because it'll increase the breadth of the market if we can get small caps participating. They've really been the standout laggard year to date. And uh, as far as, uh, you know, you said growth protection. That's our flagship portfolio. It's a combination of the words growth and protection. We grow assets when the market winds are at our uh, or we have tailwinds and we protect assets when uh, we're going sideways or uh, like we were in 2022 when we had a bear market. And especially when the indices are under the 200 day moving average, that's when we pretty much get out of the way.
0: So given the run that the market has been on of late, is there a level of resistance that you are looking at? And is there a level of support that you feel if we hit it, we might be going down to?
1: We don't make predictions. We interpret and have expectations based on what the overall market's doing. And again, it's tied to the short-term moving average, the 21-day. We place a lot of emphasis on that. And all five of the indexes are above that and their 50-day moving average. So that kind of gives us the the green light to really seek out the best of the best stocks and the best sectors. And right now, what has happened with those two strong moves up that we had, first the one that started on 11.1 and then on 11.14, we've gone a little bit too far too fast. Sentiment has really gone from being bearish or being too bearish to being too bullish now. In fact, the AAII survey that just came out now, bears are under 20%, which is sentiment is a pretty good indicator when it's at extremes. And we're backing off the gas a little bit because of how extended we are and also seeing some money coming out of those big cap indexes, those big seven stocks. That's going to weigh on the S&P 500 and it's going to weigh on the NASDAQ 100. But on the good side, it's going to allow for better opportunities to go into uh, smaller large cap and mid cap growth stocks. And those are really what we're kind of focused on right now.
0: Don, really great stuff. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. I hope you come back and chat with us again down the line
1: looking forward to it Chuck thank you very much
0: that's Don Vandenbord he is chief investment officer at revere asset management it is revereasset.com again go looking for their nightly moves you can find them there or on their YouTube channel and Don is on Twitter or X at D Vandenbord it of course is all linked up at the money life show recent and upcoming guest page up next market call time Yep, Brian Bollinger
1: from Simply Safe Dividends is here in just a moment.